Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. So kill the lights, grab a cold one, and join us as we dive into this mad world we love. I'm Nick. I'm Seamus. And I'm Jamie. Like scary movies. Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? As a reminder to all listening, if you want to help us to continue growing as a podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on whichever streaming platform you use. To stay up to date with us and all of our episodes, be sure to follow all of our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fear and Beer Pod. Feel free to reach out to us. We love to interact with you all. One more day tomorrow at this point. Well, whenever you're listening to, but tomorrow we will be in the fog again. It doesn't seem yes. like it's crazy. It's crazy. It isn't it's real. It's lies. We're lies. Lies. <laughs> Everything's lies. So we are going to be talking about our scare zones and show. Usually there's multiple shows and we kind of can rank them accordingly, but we figured we might as well still mention it. So let's throw it in with the scare zones as well. And we can kind of see where it lands. Now, obviously we don't have as much to talk about. We can always talk about the props that are out there right now and the locations and stuff like that. But this will probably be a little bit of a shorter one just so that way we can save all of our good juice for our hype list tomorrow where we discuss our houses. So just quickly, again, I know I ended last or yesterday's episode with with thanking you all for keeping up with our podathon, But this has just been really cool to see everybody involved every day with this. This is a true labor of love. This takes a lot of work behind the scenes. This takes a lot of time, both recording and editing. So we're glad that you guys all enjoy this and we'll we'll continue this tradition as long as Seamus and Jamie don't kill me beforehand because I came up with this crazy idea to record you gotta a give, bunch of you, stuff. You guys gotta give big props to Nick's though, because he's our he's our all around guy. He does all the editing for all the episodes, all that good stuff. He really is the big part of this. So Oh, thank you. You're too we, kind. You're we too appreciate kind. you, Nick. Yeah, I just talk on a microphone. I don't, I, I don't do anything. I don't know how to fucking edit shit. <laughs> thank God show up. He just says, hey, talk about this. And I'm yeah, like, right? all right. <laughs> okay. Got you. <laughs> all right. So let's jump into these. So it's going to be one through six because we're including the show amongst the scare zones. Can't really rank the show one out of one. It would be the best or the worst, however you want to right. look at it. But. <laughs> Let's let's jump right in. Who wants to start off with, well, with can, number six? I can start if you want to. Um, I okay. feel like I feel like six. Well, maybe 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 I'm jumping ahead, but I think I think six is probably going to be the same for everybody. I think so too. But I'll just start. Mine's Doctor Oddfellow's collection of horror, whatever the actual name of it is, because I think, like we've stated before in the past, this scare zone generally underwhelms. There's usually not enough going on. To really warrant people spending any time in it, um, so I, I just yeah I don't I don't think that this one is going to change that this year. I don't think we're going to get a, a like a flip in the you know status quo. I think this is going to kind of be just the same old same old collection of various things throughout the entire event, all put in one place because they had too many scare actors and didn't know where to put them all. Um, I, I don't I don't think that'll change very much. We'll have Doctor Oddfellow out there walking around maybe with a bullhorn you know, yelling at people and scaring people, but I, I don't, I don't see this one being very, um, very, very thorough. And I just don't, I don't think it's going to be anything in particularly 
uh, anything that'll really kind of give you something to look back on or remember. Yeah. So this is my six. Yeah. So Jamie, what do you have at your six then? So my six is actually different. I was wrong, Seamus. Mm. <laughs> my <laughs> number six is going to be Shipyard 32. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As much as it's kind of growing on me a little bit more now going to the parks here in the week and seeing some more of the props and stuff set up and whatnot, it does look kind of cool, but I still just don't get a feel of what it's going to be. I don't know what's going to be in it. It doesn't really draw my attention, I guess, as some of the other ones have. Yeah. All right. So my number six, I do fall in line with Seamus. I have Dr. Oddfellow's collection of horror. Wow. That's no, yeah. That's no indication on my hype for Dr. Oddfellow. I'm very excited for this character, but again, that zone just primarily being like a look at what else is in other zones kind of thing. I feel like since like an arcade, we haven't had a zone there that has had its own theme. So it, it really does feel like we're, I don't want to say we're getting cheated, but you know, they, they listed as five scare zones when in reality, it's kind of like four different ideas. And then the fifth scare zone is just kind of picking little pieces from the other one and, and throwing it into the park up front to kind of showcase you what you're in store for. And for me, it feels a little cheap doing it that way. Now, if they do this like full on, like very Dr. Oddfellow heavy and they don't focus on the other characters or creatures from the other zones, but like look at last year, you know, it was cool having pumpkin Lord up there. But other than that, you just had the trusses set up and then you had characters from the other zones and they just felt really discombobulated it felt just kind of busy in there and that obviously goes in 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 hand with the zone itself just kind of gets shortchanged in the actual ability to expand because it just they don't have place to go but having just the same characters it becomes redundant and i unfortunately fall in that camp now the upside is they do have, you know, Dr. Oddfellow's little caravan up front and he has a stage with some triggers and I, I'm really interested to see how they push them all together. But for me, I think just going into this thing, I got to put something at the bottom. And right now, the fact that that zone is what it is and what it has been, that's just kind of where it falls for me for right now. So, Jamie, you're number five. So my or, oh, no, it's Seamus. I was gonna say I think yeah. it's Seamus. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you're going in in order, but um, so my number five is, I mean, Shipyard Thirty Two. Um, I think just like Jamie was saying, I I'm not incredibly hyped for it. Um, I'm only giving it a little bit of a bump over Collection of Horror because at least it's going to be somewhat unique. It's going to be its own thing. Um, but I, I'm really going to reserve judgment until I go and check it out for the first time. I'm hoping that it surprises me, uh, kind of like you know Conjuring the Dark did for me last year. But I won't really know until we obviously get there. So I, this actually was my six before I kind of flipped these. Um, but yeah, I think this one's just it has to show me something before I can truly say that. Yeah, no, I it I, I changed my mind. So yeah, I'm just going to stick Shipyard at, sure. at five. Mm-hmm. So, Jamie, your number five. So, my number five is going to be our Nightmare Fuel show. 
Mm, okay. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. I like the Nightmare Fuel shows. I really like the <laughs> the magic aspect of it. It gets me every time. I just <laughs> when he disappears. Big, big magic gal. <laughs> big how, how did magic they do it? How did I say it every freaking time? No matter how many times I watch the show. If anyone's listening who's ever done this and can tell me like the inside scoop of how you get the motherfucker from the bed gone, I don't see him go underneath it. I've tried to look. We've sat a lot of different angles, and I don't know where they go when they disappear from the bed. <laughs> But, now you see me. Now you don't. I'm the magic man. How do they do it? <laughs> but long They're story illusions. <laughs> but long story short, I uh, I'm only putting this so low because I feel like I'm the type of person that I don't really like to take the time out of the night to go actually sit down and watch the show. I kind of just like bobbing around in the scare zones, trying to do the houses, all that kind of stuff like that. I feel like it. I don't want to say it takes away from the time that I have in the night, but it kind of does, especially with that, since you have to get there a little bit earlier to get your spot once they let everyone in because I feel like the queues kind of fill up fairly quickly. So yeah, that's why I have that one at number five. All right. Well, then I'll round out my five and I also have Halloween Nightmare Fuel or Halloween Nightmare Fuel Revenge Dream. Oh, I so forgot the I, new one. I do love the show. I love all the the little sexy gals and guys in leather. That's always love fun. Them. Oh, but yeah. the I just really hope and I have this lower because it's more hope on my end that it is a little bit different this year. They only made small changes to last year's compared to the first one. So it did begin to get a little repetitive. So I'm hoping that they do adjust it. And I know it's not really a big storyline show per se, but I do hope that it does tweak it a little bit. Now, of course, now it says revenge dream. So it is another like, dream like sequence i'm sure they'll kickstart it with the bed trick again but i just yes. hope that there's new additions <laughs> and i hope that they add more people than they had added last year because it's just it, it's really cool i do enjoy it it is fun but you know the downside of it being you know packed like sardines super hot bunch of sweaty people like <laughs> no breeze whatsoever <laughs> no breeze i can put up with it if it is like a very new fun show and that very first year it was it was that for me and i really enjoyed it and then the second year we went far less because i did it while i still enjoyed it it didn't pay me off as much as the previous year and on top of the reasons i just listed plus what jamie had said it, it eats away at that time of being somewhere else Unless it's something like really new and drastically changed, I I can see this thing pretty lower on my list as well this year. Mm -hmm. So let's jump back up to Seamus, your number four. My number four is actually going to be the Scare Zone Jungle of Doom. Um, I know this is low considering that I, I you know I typically gravitate towards the Scare Zones that are in that area of the park, but I'm just not quite sold on the jungle theme yet i know that it's definitely not going to be this like what you typically expect from like a jungle horror event or horror attraction but i still need to it's kind of like shipyard i I need to really kind of see it before i can make final judgment but i'm just not i think the three the three items that are left on my list i've just got a little bit more more hype for um and that's what these lists are all about is hype so i it's this could very jump up in my final ranking, but for now, I'm just not super on board with it as of yet. So, yeah, I'm going to stick this one at four. 
All right. So, Jamie, your number four. So my number four is going to be Dr. Oddfellow's Collections of Horror. Like Seamus and Nick had mentioned previously, I am a little bit more excited for this one, I think, than they are. But I hope that they incorporate more of a lengthy scare zone, per se, in that area, even though they've been having it with the walkthrough like they did the past two years when you walk through the Minions area and stuff like that. It doesn't seem like it's going to be like that this year. It seems like you're going to be walking through right when you walk into the gate. You're going to be walking under the uh, scaffolding and stuff like that with the Horror Night sign. And then you have his stagecoach and stuff like that. So I am kind of hoping that it's more of like an entrance show, I would say, kind of like how Jack used to do sometimes when he would like do for opening night only. But I wonder if it's going to be like that all night, kind of like how you were saying, Nick, this is going to be him like introducing you to the event to himself, all that kind of stuff. And I really hope they just showcase him and not have a bunch of different characters, different kind of random little things that don't really tie in. Yeah. Yeah. So my number four, Shipyard 32, Horrors Unhinged this zone definitely made improvements this last year, but it typically with that stage aspect, I really liked it last year. I thought it worked really well, but it does get fairly congested over there. And the way they have it set up this year seems like they're going back to previous years where they have these bigger props kind of just in the middle. And it just does seem like it's going to bottleneck a lot, but 1940s San Francisco shipping yard, it seems fine. The one downfall for me, too, is, again, this seems more of a cool look at this creature. Oh, look at this creature. And it's going to kind of be because I think the backstory really is that Dr. Oddfellow has been hidden amongst Horror Nights, kind of lurking in the dark, smoke and mirrors kind of guy. And he's introduced certain characters throughout the previous year. So we're going to see, I think, hopefully some new characters, but some characters we've already seen in houses before. And it's going to kind of allude to the fact that Oddfellow was the purpose behind these creatures there. So I hope it doesn't turn into like a sort of a lights, camera, action thing again, where it's just a kind of best of. While that was really fun and it kind of made sense for that Eddie zone, this it just seems a little funky. So I'm hoping it's kind of just weird creatures and it doesn't focus more on the, oh, look, this is, you know, this character from this house and this was from this house. I hope it's more fluid and makes a little bit more sense, but I do love the aspect of putting it in San Francisco and theming it as San Francisco versus some zones where it's like just a random, you know, look at last year where it was conjure the dark. It, it was a great zone and this didn't really hurt the fact that it was in a place called San Francisco and it, the, the theming of it that you can't fix is very much of a dock setting but i do like when they like implement that in the storyline of the scare zone that this is in san francisco this is a shipping container dock that makes sense same thing like when they had dead man's wharf there it made sense because it was like on the water it looked very you know nautical and stuff like that so it did work in that aspect and i hope that this continues that trend of really pushing that theme forward based off of the setting you're already given so let's jump to our, our three. So Seamus, what is your number three? Yeah, my number three is Vamp 69, Summer of Blood. Um, haven't done a vamp house, a vamp anything yet. So this would be my first vamp. Um, so so uh, I'm kind of excited to see what this one's all about. I like vampires. They uh, they are one of my favorite. Except Dracula. You know, 
Horror character. I was just going to say, you're the biggest Dracula hater ever. <laughs> I'm the biggest, I'm the biggest classic. <laughs> I want to suck your blood. Like, yeah, I, I, because, because I, because you know what's funny? All I think about is Count from Sesame Street. I'm sorry. <laughs> he ruined Dr. He, he ruined Dr. Acula for me for forever because of that. Um, no, and I, and I kid in a lot of ways, but no, I, I do kind of feel, I, I think it's kind of ironic that he just loves to show up in things that he doesn't deserve to show up in. Regardless, uh, I do like vampires, and I like the, I like taking I like I like them taking different uh, not not so to say risks, but being unique with vampires. Like, there's yeah. a lot of property out there that are vampires, but not necessarily you know again not the Doctor Dracula. Like, I, uh, I'm from Transylvania. Like, it's it's actually going to be like you know something a little different, uh, and I like that they're mixing it with the 1969. Um, nice um, era of you know music and the summers of love and and, the, and 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 like the Woodstock theme. I think that's really cool. It's a, it's it's a nice it's it's an era, it's interesting theme to put these to put these vampires in. So it's just like oh hey look it's a music festival, but it's being you know overrun by vampires or they're being infiltrated by vampires um so i'm i'm kind of i'm interested to see how they mix the music with this you know with the scare actors and it's in a great area so you know they have a lot to live up to with sweets being so good that it you know as good as it was so it really needs to make use of that space um and i think it will it's definitely going to be better than certain uh, seek and destroy but you know, can it live up to the sweets, um, you know, scare zone? That's, that's the I biggest agree. question. So I, but, but, but I am, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with it. So yeah, this is, this is, this is up there on my list for sure. Nice. All right. Well, uh, Jamie, you're number three. So my number three is going to be dark Zodiac. Really? This one was hard because there was the, the other one, the other two, I had to put a little bit above it, but I am excited for Dark Zodiac. I've seen some of the uh, props that they have set up in the scare zones and stuff like that. It looks really cool. I think they have the Libra, the Scorpio, and a couple other things. And I'm just really intrigued to see how they do the costuming and the makeup with this one. I think it's going to be phenomenal. I think they're going to knock it out of the park. I think the lighting that they're going to use in this area, the deep dark purples and the different maybe like blues and reds, I just think it's a perfect setting for it with all the big lights that they have down that area anyways and i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be i don't want to say my favorite but definitely one of the higher ones that nice. i'll enjoy right. walking through <laughs> yeah this mm-hmm. one i'm very interested in this one has a lot of potential and we'll see where it lands on my list but for now my number three is going to be jungle of doom expedition horror nice. i am very excited for this one this zone again gets very walk throughy it's very like you don't get to just linger unfortunately i feel like we're at the the point in time where it's so busy that really you can only walk around and linger in you know hollywood and new york those seem to be the only two open ones that you can free flow and walk through and enjoy but the setting really can't get better i enjoy the setups of it i enjoy the the story in this one where it brings us back to the 1920s I do like the the stuff that they've added so far in the parks. The, the plane looks really cool. The bats hanging up. Just that front entrance stagey kind of thing. I'm very curious to see what the characters are in this zone. And I think so far on my list, this is the one that I'm most anticipating the characters for. Because 
Dr. Oddfellow we talked about, it's going to kind of be a mixed match of, of other zone people. And then you have the shipyard 32, which is more like characters that may have been in the past or not. We'll find out come opening night, but this one is the one that has the first to have original characters that we may not have seen before it has the higher chance of that at least. So I'm very excited for that aspect of it and the jungle setting. I'm really curious to see how they're going to play with the sounds in there. And I'm excited for this one a lot. This one is pretty high up there and that zone always, whether you can enjoy it as much as the other ones or not, this is typically one of the better settings for scare zones. Cause it just, it holds the fog in there. Sometimes it's a little too much and it makes it impossible to walk through, but I still hold it in high regard. So that is my number three. So Seamus, your number two. My number two um, is a lot different than you guys. It's Nightmare Fuel, Revenge oh, Dream. Wow. Um, right. I am a what sucker for a good show. I'm a sucker for a good mixture of music. And I think this is what the show gives you. Uh, I think it does a really good job of not kind of giving you like one genre and that's it. Like it definitely mixes genres, uh, plays with that, with, with that a little bit. Um, plus, you know, it doesn't hurt to have a bunch of sexy men and women in tight leather outfits dancing <laughs> with fire. Like that definitely <laughs> <Never> is <laughs> part of the appeal. Um, so we have a 69 nice uh, scares on this year and we have some more sexy dancing. So I'm definitely <laughs> nice. not opposed to it. Um, but I, in all serious though, I, seriousness, I, I understand where you're coming from, both of you, how you're kind of worried that it's going to be just more of the same and it does really have to have something appealing to it to make, you know, to force you to sit in a, you know, relatively uncomfortable stage area to watch, uh, to watch the show. Um, and I, I forget how long it is, but if it's like a 25, 30 minute show, it really has to kind of keep your interest and make you willing to put up with that part of it. Um, especially when it's going to be a whole bunch of, you know, horror night stank. (laughs) We'll put it that way. Um, obviously it's, 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 it's Florida. It gets hot. People sweat. Um, so when you pack everybody in together like that, it definitely doesn't help. It makes it a lot worse, but at the same time, I, I, I really, I really enjoyed the first, the first year, Second year was a little much, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of the same. But this year, I really think with the new name, the Revenge Dream, I think they're definitely maybe going to attempt to be somewhat different. I mean, obviously, there's only so much different you can do when it comes to a show. Like, it, you know, people are going to expect it to be dancing and fire and music. Well, this is going to be the same thing. But as long as they add us or add to it and give us some, you know, different. You know, whether it's different choreography, different music, different, you know, just different aspects to it. Uh, I think I think it's going to be pretty good. But I just happen to enjoy that type of that type of that type of show, that type of environment. So this is why it's so high on my list. Nice. All right. So going now over to Jamie, your number two. So my number two number two is going to be Jungle of Doom Expedition Horror. 
All right, high up there. Like yeah, it is pretty were, high. Yeah, like you like you were saying, Nick. I feel like I had to have this one pretty high up on my list. I feel like this is the best spot for a scare zone. It's just so immersive. They usually do a lot of cool stuff with it. I'm really also excited to see the characters. I really like that they uh, repurposed our Spider Buddy from Bugs in the scare zone. I like mm-hmm. when they do that repurpose and have little Easter eggs and stuff like that. And the bats that they have hanging, like you said, the plane is super cool. Also, the same thing, too, like we've always mentioned before, this is a harder scare zone to walk through because it does get a little congested at times. But since we have our lovely frequent fear pass, I think we'll be able to get through it enough to where we'll be able to get to see everything. And I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, that's I mean, I figured the bats would put it up there pretty high for you. Oh, my God. They're so cute. I love them. (laughs) So my number two (laughs) is going to be Vamp 69 Summer of Blood. So the only reason that this is not my number one, and at this point where I'm giving away my number one, but y'all are haters. <laughs> no, number two. No, How no, is that no, a I'm hater? Jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Forget out of here. Um, I just do hope that it differentiates itself enough from the previous 85 because it does have this similar setup. I I'm not a huge like hippie Woodstocky 69 70s style music kind of person so i'm still in on it but it's just not like a hundred percent my my shtick um i think that the theming of it overall looks amazing it's gonna be really cool you got the hippie bus you got some some punch buggies you got the stage set up with all the instruments you got another little tenty kind of thing that looks like it could be themed as maybe like a merch table or a rest area that they would have at those events but I just, again, it's number two. I am excited for it. This zone always delivers. I'm curious where they're going to put the vehicles, and hopefully it extends. Because if you think about suites, you had the floats that kind of ran all the way down the street. And then you had just a little mini stage with the mayor up there, but you had a lot of cool props along the side of it. So I'm curious if mm-hmm. we're going to get more sort of photo op places like that. Because remember you had like – the heads on the the lollipop sticks and then you had the sweets truck up front and then you had the little photo op of the people in the hay with their heads cut off i'm curious if they're going to add those little accoutrements to this zone as well because it as of now it seems like the main stage the vehicles and then maybe the vamps just kind of floating all throughout the zone so i'm curious what will be added in the the coming days leading up to this event that could kind of push it that much more forward and give it a little bit more variety other than it's uh bikers taking over you know the bikers and the vamps taking over this woodstocky festival the the bikes add a little bit for me as well so that is like one of those little additives so i'm I'm curious if there's more to come so we are now to our top most anticipated so Seamus, why don't you kick us off on this final round? Yeah, your number one. My number one, and surprising to me even, is it's Dark Zodiac. Um, I think it's the most unique scare zone that we have. I think it's 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 going to give us the more the most like interesting and different characters than we're going to get with the others. Uh, I, I really think this is going to have you know the potential of being like the graveyard, like it was last year where that one surprised you with how well it was done and how unique each character was and how unique each, you know, each, you know, person kind of gave you 
there was just so much going on, I guess is the point, like between the, you know, the twins and the various other ghouls that were there. I think this really has the potential of being that, 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 that same type of uh, surprise. I think that there's going to be a host of different characters that are all very much unique and in their own way. And they're going to give you, um, you know, creative aspects to each that are, that are very different from, from, from one another. And I'm excited to see what it, what it looks like. I'm, I'm so, I'm so happy they're bringing stuff from other events that aren't just, you know, American based events. Like we're going to get some things from their, you know, Hong Kong and or Shanghai or not Shanghai, sorry, Singapore, Singapore, yeah. Uh, parks and I think that that's a good idea. They need to do that. They they need to do more of that. And I think that this is a good start. Um, it, it'll obviously probably be changed up a little bit just for our audiences, but at the same time, it's still something that they've tried elsewhere. It's worked elsewhere. So let's bring it over and see what it see how it does in our you know our states parks. Um, you know specifically Orlando and in LA. So I'm really kind of pumped to see what they do with this. I really feel like it's going to be that um, it's going to be that low key winner in the beginning. And then it's just going to grow in popularity as the event goes on. And plus, you know, seeing what you were able to do with the scare zones and the videos that you put out, I I think this is going to be a big, a a big, big, big uh, deal when it comes to even that, like we're going to get so much good footage from this, from this, from the scare zone. And I think it's just going to benefit, you know, benefit, uh, maybe not benefit, but I don't know. It's hard to put it in words. I just think it's really going to step up and be that, that scare zone that, you know, I remember most from this, from this event. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And we'll get to that in a moment, I'm sure. But uh, Jamie, your number one. My number one, you all knew it was going to be there. It's going to be Vamp 69, Summer of Blood. I've been waiting, waiting, waiting to talk about this because I am just so excited for this scare zone. I've been lucky enough to do 55, 85, and now 69, and I've loved both iterations of them. I'm really glad that they decided on this era. I love everything about the, the music, just the outfits, the the vibes, you know. I just, I'm just really, really excited for the scare zone. I feel like the props are. I think they are gonna. Like you were saying too, I feel like it was a little empty the last time I had went and seen what they had in the scare zone, prop wise and stuff like that. You were talking about like photo oppy stuff. So I do think they'll add a little bit more in the coming days before the event itself. But I'm just I'm getting Lost Boys vibes with the motorcycles. I can't wait to see the songs that they pick for the scare zone. I think it's gonna be. Uh, I mean, it is the hype list, but I'm hyping it up. I think it's going to be one of my favorite scare zones we've ever had. That's that's a big that's a big thing to say, but I'm just really excited for it. I hope it's lives up to my expectations, and I think it will. So, yeah. So, I mean, we all knew that was going to be number one. So, <laughs> my number one is also along the lines with Seamus is Dark Zodiac. Nice. I mean, I'm not a big Zodiac person. I don't know the signs. I don't know the meanings behind them. And I think that that doesn't really affect my overall perception of this. I'm very curious to see how much they are actually going to pull. You know, this was a zone over in Singapore. so And they kind of spun it in the way of Dr. Oddfellow uses the power of the Zodiac. So I'm curious how much they're going to kind of implement Hopefully they implement the character design because it was really, really cool over there just from the pictures that I saw. But 
I'm really excited. This does seem to be like what Seamus was saying, the most unique of the zones. This one is, you know, not necessarily a trope that has been seen before. You know, obviously with Vamp 69, we've seen vamps and we've seen that stuff before. Jungle of Doom, something you've seen something similar before with like, you know, most dangerous game and stuff like that. And shipyard, whatever. It's they're, they're seemingly been done before, but this feels very different and unique bringing the astrological signs and making it like a a powerful horrific style aspect to it but i i couldn't tell you what more than three of the zodiac signs i know it's i know i am a virgo i know there's an aries i know there's like the scorpion and that's kind of it i, I, I just think there's a lot of the lions <laughs> or something but a leo yeah. A scorpio yeah the leo yeah. Libra. lion yeah libras Zebras, whatever. <laughs> but there's a lot. Yeah. But there's a lot. There's. I mean, you don't. I don't think you necessarily have to be someone that's into astrology to really get something out of this scare no. zone. I think they're going to have so many ways that they can go with each one of these. Uh, these each one of these. We'll call them characters because in in a way that's what they are. That they're characters and they each represent something. So there's so many things you can pull from to kind of come up with some really cool creations. Um, and make them really, really scary in a lot of ways. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with them. I like when things are, I don't know how to describe them, but similar to like the seven deadly sins where you take like gluttony right. and lust yeah. and you turn it into a character. Right. Yeah. I like this where it takes, you know, personality traits or whatever. And obviously with, with these characters like the, the Virgo or and Libras or Aries, they have a, they have a character that's already kind of used as portrayable, but I like taking those other aspects and, and twisting it into a different way. I, I really enjoy stuff like that. So that's why this is number one for me. I'm excited. I'm really hoping that this is like a very dark purple zone, very like just fin- like like mystical-y, mm-hmm. like trippy. Like I hope it's kind of in that realm as well. So I'm I'm excited to see what they do with this. Again, the zone was a huge win last year. I hope it can continue that trend. They do have the benefit of space in this zone. I'm glad that they ended up moving the tribute store back to New York because that would have played kind of a big factor in in that a little bit because I think it would have got a little crowded if the zone was over where they had the Jurassic Park zone or uh, sorry, Jurassic Park tribute store. So I'm I'm really excited to kind of check this one out. So that is our top six of our scare zones and our show. So Woo. again, thank you so much for, for sticking along with this week long potathon. We have one more day. All you have to do is go to sleep tonight and it will be officially one more sleep. Twas the night so, before horror nights Eve. <laughs> it is. It is definitely the horror community Christmas. That is for sure. Tough sleeping tonight. Make sure you put something under your pillow for Dr. Oddfellow and <laughs> you will See you in the fog tomorrow. So yeah. until time, tomorrow we're going to be going over our hype list for our houses so you can wake up, listen to them, get excited, and hopefully get in line for those of you that can mm-hmm. make it on opening weekend. Uh, hopefully, we are obviously recording this before the storm that is coming, so hopefully everybody stays safe in whatever ends up happening storm-wise. But as we all know, things can change, uh, unfortunately, for the better or or for the worse, or 
So we, we really never know what's going to happen with these hurricanes. So hopefully it's, it's nothing. Hopefully it's minimal and everyone stays safe. But until next time, this is Nick. This is Seamus. This is Jamie. Happy night before horror night. Spooky, spooky. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out. Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.